You are listening to Germantown Community Radio, 92.9 FM, WGTTLP Philadelphia, and online at gtownradio.com. And this is Cue the Mic. This is not our theme song, but I really like this song a lot, you know, and it fits in with kind of the the 70s, and, the, and, and Donna's kind of a gay kind of girl, kind of... Yeah. I said it works with the rain, I guess. Yeah. It's got yeah. that storm vibe to it. There you go, there kinda you go. Kind of sexy, I don't know. So this is Dr. Renee Norris-Jones. It's Dr. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Yes, yes. Um, Dr. Renee Norris-Jones, and um, I'm here with my people, the team. And in front of me, there is... This is Fox. I prefer she, her, hers. Dr. Renee, what are your pronouns? I know. I am she, her, and doctor. 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 You have to get the, the haughtiness. You have to get the breath in there. It's doctor. This is like a five-year venture. It's doctor. Doctor. <laughs> yes, there you are. There you are. There you are. I'm Fantasia. She, her, pronouns. And we're going to move on to... Um, uh, I'm Dorian. Um, I prefer the pronouns he, him, uh, and to my left. And I'm going to add a little something about Dorian. Dorian is an ally, oh, an yeah, ally. Forgot. Yeah, forgot about that, right? Yeah, forgot to yeah. say it, forgot right, to mention right. it. We got Mr. Sandy. We also have company in here, but we're saving company for less, for last, not last, but, you know, we're, we're making room for company because we, we're, we're polite like that. I'm Sandy Smith uh, from Philadelphia Magazine, an occasional regular visitor on this show. You don't hear me every week, but this is one of the weeks I'm dropping in. I am he, him, and I answer letters addressed to Beer Ms. Smith with Mr. There we go. And then we have company. And company, um, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Okay, I'm company, huh? Company, yeah. All right, well, this is a black bro poet. There we go, there we go. And black, you know, you, you got those headphones on, and so you know how that mic works, and yeah. you know there's a non-profit, there's a non-profit, the, the microphones haven't changed. They're okay. still non-profit. Right. And that one got a little switch maybe when I think you just turned it off. She ain't act like she ain't been in the studio for a minute here. It's, it's been a while, man. Switches on. All right, hold on. Let me see. Let me see. How about now? Oh, yeah, I can hear there it. There you yeah. go. There it is. So, I know I wasn't hearing myself. I didn't hear the flavor of the juice. Nothing. Yeah, there you go. So, you, you got to be right up on those. I'm going to pass this back to you. All Non-profit right, mic. Right. All right, let me. Yeah, I got this right now. All there right. we go. There we go. All right, so I'm Black the Broke Poet. Uh, regular listeners of G Town Radio should remember me from the Broken Truth Show and uh, For the People on Plain Language. And right now, I'm chilling on cue to mic. And I guess I should say what I go by or... Yes, your, your pronouns. Yeah, she she is fine. Even though I get he a lot, which I don't really understand too much. But she is good. She, okay. she her. She, her. Do you remember the show that we did? Huh? Just, just a clue. It's because your voice is closer to a tenor. Okay, I get it. But see, I thought my chest was like, couldn't be ignored, (laughs) (laughs) you know? So what do you really think when you look like? (laughs) So do you remember the show we did on For the People? It was on, it wasn't called Pronouns, but we had a couple of guests on and we learned all about she... No, yeah, it was all about them, different. They. It was the different labels, like what, what the letters actually mean. It was like an alphabet soup type of show. Yes, it, see, yeah. that's what I would call it, alphabet soup. Yeah. Some people look at me like I'm crazy, but because I mean, I'm, I still I'm don't know what alphabet. all the letters mean, but you know, I'm getting <laughs> well, there. But, but that's why we have why pronouns matter. We're going right. to talk about that. We're going to talk about it tonight. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that was black. I was just like, now I know she noticed this, this is nonprofit radio. Yeah. <laughs> We're F them now. That's all right. We moving up. We moving you said up. Alphabet soup, and now I really. I'm craving Chef Boyardee for some reason. Okay, mm. okay. 
You know, and people look at me and say, you know, you're offending people. But, you know, I can't really offend people when I'm one of the people. Right. How's that work? (laughs) You know, but I've learned the plus. LGBTQ plus. There's more? Oh, my goodness. Can can someone read them all? So much more. It's Um, LGBTQ. IA. 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 Need her on the mic? Snatch. There you go. Just snatch a mic. Um... So far, I only know LGBTQIA. And then there's a POC, which I don't understand. Oh, people of color. People of color. Mm-hmm. Because here, here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. See, black is giving me that look. Here's my thing with the POC. <laughs> I'm just learning. I'm the, just learning. The, the rainbow is red, blue, purple, green, yellow, right? Mm-hmm. So symbolically, it's representing everyone. I don't know any purple people. So the POC got added because a lot of the times like people of color is erased from like a lot of like LGBTQ issues, Um, even with like Stonewall and everything like that. The face of it somehow became like white men and stuff like that when it was actually like trans women of color who led those riots. Okay. So um, the POC is just like acknowledging that and acknowledging like the the presence of people of color throughout the like right? yeah absolutely see see how I, I surround myself with really smart people Are you checking okay, this that's out crazy. so is that like just a a basic representation of the the you, color you, divide you, within the community you you haven't seen the flag I, I seen the flag the new flag yeah, it's a new flag rainbow. it got more colors oh yeah it got some more colors on there honey it's black on there yeah okay, okay. so <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's it's it has the pink and the blue. Okay. Right. Help me out. You like it's the baby the blue, the, like the, the trans color. Right, colors. the trans color. Yeah. Six colors of the rainbow minus indigo, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and violet, plus black and brown. Preach. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um. All right, all right. So I, I, I can't talk in. Um, is is each color? Does each color represent a different? Well, it was it was taken from the fact that the rainbow is supposed to represent the full spectrum of color, you know. Okay. Um, not necessarily that they stand for. I need specific, you right up a little oh, bit closer. There we go. Thank you. There we go. It, it, it was it was selected because it was supposed to represent the full spectrum of color. You know, the this red, is what green, happened. blue, red, orange, symbolic. yellow, green, blue, yes. indigo, and violet. Yeah, okay. that's what white light here, splits right into when it goes through a prism. Where'd you do? Yep. Uh, so it was selected because it was supposed to be a symbol that represented an entire spectrum. Okay. Uh, it wasn't supposed to represent specific people, right, but rather that right, gay right. people. And I just came. I have to jump in here because I don't know any green, I don't know any blue people, purple people. Wow. Like I don't. That's so popular. it's symbolic. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, I like that. It's so cute. it's symbolic of all of that. I don't think we need. If this oh, is well, symbolic, let's see. blue and pink. Hey, that's that? for the uh, leather. The new flag is definitely dope. Right. Look it up when you get a chance. Um, it's my first time seeing it too. But see, yeah. here's the thing. I'm thinking I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to be in some hillbilly camp somewhere in the middle of nowhere, and I'm going to see a flag outside. I'm going to go, oh look, I think that's the new rainbow flag, and it's going to be some <laughs> other organization that doesn't like a lot of things. That I'm well, a woman, that I'm gay, that I'm black. Well, or whatever. I think at this point in age, uh, especially in America, you kind of know what the rainbow represents. So if you have that symbolism anywhere, you can't get mad at know, somebody but, for. But, but see, oh, with I all of I here. I'm going to have this, all of this, and it's going to be other stuff. They don't go, oh, look, they added other stuff, and it's going to be something else. Blue, like all right. stars. And white, and, those are, that, that's transgender pride. The, the blue and pink, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. And what's the white? Is that part of the... 
Uh, yeah, that is part of the transgender pride flag. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, so, yeah. okay. All right, so. And I'm, I'm not making fun. I'm just saying, I just thought of you. Just put your hand here. Well, you know, just this, that it's symbolic of everyone. Because mm-hmm. it's the, what's the technical of the, the it's when color makes Oh, what? the full spectrum? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I get that. Um, well, you know, I, I guess everyone wants to feel like they have a home. Okay. You know, okay. And, it, and it's becoming that. But jumping back into the show, pronouns. I'm actually really curious about this. So who knows all of the pronoun, pronouns that represent the community oh, honey. now? Oh, honey. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's an all word. Not the pronouns, but all of the letters. And oh, what the letter. they mean. Oh. What each letter oh. means. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I feel like we are missing one or two, but I can't. My brain's not thinking of what they are. All right. So for the ones that we have. Bisexual, transgender, questioning. No, I think it's queer. 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 See, I, I think queer. at some point there was a questioning, right? But I think Sandy and I are, are dating ourselves. Asexual. I'm old. The last time I looked it up, yeah, it was. It, it was kind of either or, like it was questioning at some point, and, and then slash. They, yeah. Queer. The last time I looked it up, I feel like questioning kind of like invalidates, like. Sexuality. Yeah. Like, no. No. I, I'm not. I'm not defending it. But at some point, the word was questioning. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. Or maybe it was. No, it wasn't by. But it, at some point, it was questioning. I don't know how long it lasted, but I do remember at some point it was questioning before it became queer. All right. So we got lesbian, which is basically females and females. Gay is that guys and guys? Basically. And bisexual, that means you prefer both sexes. Transsexual, someone want to jump in and... Or transgender, yeah. Transgender. And explain that one. What? Just what it is. For the Trans- transgender? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's um, you know, somebody who maybe was, uh, not maybe, was born and assigned a sex at birth and realized later on in life that they identify or are the opposite or neither. Although, okay. I guess... Is there a G in it? Oh yeah, gay. I was gonna say I don't know if gender queer has its own yeah. abbreviation in yeah, there too, or okay. or um, non-binary. I don't know if ends in there. I was wondering that about pansexual too. I don't remember if there's a P yeah. in there towards the end. All right, and what is, what is pansexual? So pansexual is different than bisexual. Like I identify as pansexual. So okay. basically, is whereas bisexual is where you are attracted to cis men and cis women. Pansexual is you can be attracted to someone that's genderqueer. You can be attracted to someone that's trans, okay, men, okay. women, anybody. It's like pretty much like you look at someone and go, "I'm attracted to that person," that person not because you. of what physical attributes they have or what gender they um, identify as, just um, the person. And so, and so, since we're on this, so what is so? You said cisgender, so cis. Mm-hmm. Male or female, correct? Yeah, cis, well, cisgender means that you identify with the sex that you were given at birth. Right, mm-hmm. right. So if I was born and they said, it's a girl, mm-hmm. then I identify with being a girl. Yeah. Okay. And not like your your gender expression usually aligns with it too. Like you're not just like... My gender you expression? Agree. So yeah, this is where I always, I'm, yeah. I'm taking notes. Yeah, because like some people... So I'm a, I'm a woman and I identify as like a woman but like i don't always dress as a woman so like in some spaces i might not be considered like cisgender because i don't present exteriorly as a woman okay so that's kind of what black was saying earlier that sometimes 
people. Yeah, it's actually I've been dealing with this a long time. Um, getting mistaken for a boy or whatever uh-huh. that doesn't bother me at all. I mean, what? I. I I had people that feel comfortable with calling me he because in, in in their circle, people that dress like me, they call he. Right. So I it doesn't bother me at all, you know. And um but it's just funny sometimes. <laughs> like yeah. uh, the other day I was in a public I was in a public uh restroom. Wow. A uh, woman's room or whatever. And and at this point I used to be a lot smaller, you know. At this point I'm kinda my body is kinda filled out. So I, I, I tend to think that I, I, I shouldn't be mistaken for a man as much as the past, but obviously I'm I'm wrong. Or sometimes, you know, people just look kinda quick and they don't study you and they yeah. just say, Oh, this guy and this lady was so ah! You're in the wrong room and I felt bad because like, I don't wanna scare you. <laughs> Wait, no, but if, I'm in the right room. Yeah. You're in the wrong room. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that happened to both of my ex-girlfriends at yeah. some point. They're both, um, they're both kind of gender. Moment. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's so awkward, but you know, it, that's the world we live in now, which brings me to my next question, since you know we got all the family in the room. Now, at a, at a lot of places, I'm starting to see um, the bathrooms that are mm-hmm. uh, gender-free, I guess. Mm-hmm. It, Anybody can go in. And how do, what's everybody's take on that? I got kind of mixed emotions. I just saw on one it. today, actually. It was at Elixir Coffee House, and there was just one bathroom. Okay. And it didn't, what I liked about it is that it didn't have like a person on it denoting like a gender. It didn't have, because like sometimes they'll have like a mermaid on them right. or something that comes it. Was it a single restroom? Yeah. A single stall? Mm-hmm. All right, so w- w- would you feel different if it was a, a one that had like multiple stalls where multiple people can go in at once? They, they actually had them like that at Pride in philly okay and, and you find that more overseas like for decades when you go abroad europe and stuff you will find bathrooms that are unisex where you can go in and there's men in there and there's women mm-hmm. there but they're not as uptight as we are and this was decades ago so i frequently go out and party and in a lot of like i'm being like using a gay as an umbrella term okay. but in a lot of like gay clubs like both men and women use the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like identified male or female, it's right. like, we here to party. I know yep. you're not here for me. I'm right. not here for you. Right. We go to the bathroom. And um, that it's so common. Right. It's common that like sometimes when I'm like out in just the world, if I'm in a long woman's line hey, and hey, there's here, no here, yeah. and there's no line for the men bathroom. Here, here. I am like, not standing in line. I'm straight mm-hmm. into the men's room. And like even at work, like one time I was coming in with like my coworkers and the they were doing working on the female's bathroom. Right. And the next bathroom was like a floor up. Right. I said I'm gonna go right on in here to this men's room. Right. And and like my female coworkers was like <gasps> and I'm like <laughs> And, and a lot of times, especially in public, that that men's room is a single stall bathroom. And it was. It's one stall yep. and a urinal. Yep. yep. That's all it and is. The only question I bring up, and this isn't um, even remotely about any LGBTQ in these spaces, but I had one bad experience once in a co-ed bathroom. But this mm-hmm. was at like, this was at like an after hours club. Mm-hmm. And there was one bathroom and it was, it was both. And I ended up going in there when, um, a man was in the closed part of the stall and I kind of assumed it was going to be a woman because they were in the closed stall Right. when they could have used the open one. Right. So I got in there and, um, I just used the toilet that was open because I just figured I could do that really fast, come out. Uh, that ended up turning into a situation where I was almost assaulted by that man now that isn't going to be common, and I don't, I wouldn't expect that to happen in a gay space. Right. And it's not about any 
trans people I would be afraid of. This is a cisgendered yep. man. And sometimes Ooh, you we just deal with that jokes, a lot anyway. Right. right. We deal with that a lot, bathroom or no bathroom. Right. But that would be, you know, I mean, I get why people are concerned about that, but it's pointed towards the wrong people. Usually it's pointed towards that, like, fear is pointed towards trans people when I don't, it shouldn't be. Right. Yeah. No, you know, and that happened to me. My God. Um, this had to be 30 years ago. I was in um, New Orleans for Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just one big party. And it was a gay bar, and my I was with females, and we went to the restroom, um, and it was just one. I don't remember. There was one. Everybody was in whatever, and most of the rooms didn't have a door, so it's just like you go to the bathroom. People are coming in and out. I'm going to stand here. I mean, I'm not doing my arms out or anything, but I'm standing there. I think she did for me when I stood for her or one verse, vice versa. The guy came up and said, I want to watch. And I'm like, get the way out of here. You know, and I just kind of took that tone with him. But, but he's he's like, oh, I want to watch. And I'm like, and, and then, really, exactly, yeah. exactly. So I went into, I think Black has probably seen that, Renee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and, and we all have that person, you know, when yeah. you need to come out of yourself and kind of be in a defensive mode. Um, I check somebody. Sorry. Really, and then and then after that, a couple of the guys, once they heard me, you know, kind of say something to him and put a little bass in my voice, mm. the rest of the guys came in there and were just like, "Dude, what are you doing?" And then he kind of shoved him out of the way. Ugh, but yeah, he was just out. like, "I want to watch," and I'm going, "Dude, you had you more know. restraint. I probably would have cocked him right in the face." Right, exactly. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, it was it was Mardi Gras. People were drinking, so yeah, I'm being yeah. very doctorish. I mean, <laughs> as, as, as a doctor, I can make these words up. I was being, I was being, I'm being doctor this evening, okay. but that particular evening, this was 30 years ago. Right, I was not maybe the doctor, but I, I put enough base, you know, to get to let them know, hey, I'm not having this. Um, I think something really important about the story that you highlighted was like the community in your story mm-hmm. that like other people stepped up oh, yeah. Yeah. and oh, yeah. was li- and like reinforced that yes. this behavior is not appropriate. Right. Um, and I feel like with like promoting like these spaces and going to like gender neutral bathrooms where you know we have potentially situations like that that's the important part and that's how we make these spaces safe by like having that community having people outside of us that are willing to reinforce that hey no matter what that is not okay in this space right and i feel like that is how like those those spaces can continue to be safe. Right. And it doesn't even have to be, that didn't have to be, not I mean, that things an like assault that can happen. happen now. <laughs> right. But it can happen in the, it can happen with a woman on another woman in a restaurant. Absolutely. It can happen yeah. male yeah. on male. It can happen, I mean, things happen in the restroom. You go in there and you're in this space, this closed space with a door with a stranger. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I get that. Like, and, and that's why I guess I, I agree with co ed bathrooms in specific spaces. Now, what made me um, bring it up is there was a quiet bathroom in, in a very, very public space. I think it was a mall or something like that. I was down south. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, and down south. Mm. that bothered me because there were a lot of children right. in, in in the mall. And then it just made me think, all right, so in, in, in a gay space or, or a space friendly to that kind of community, it's completely understandable why right. you would have co-ed bathrooms. Right. You know, everybody identifies as what they identify as, right. you know, and it, people are going to be in each other's bathroom anyway. Right. You know, but in a more public space like that, when you have a little girl going into the bathroom with grown men. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, it's it could be dangerous. Yeah. It could be very, very dangerous. And, 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 and un- well, let's back up. Let's call that an unsupervised little girl. Right. Yeah. But do we supervise bathrooms everywhere? Because, no, you know, the push my, is- my unsupervised 
okay. little girl is going to be with me. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So, 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 so that's what I meant by unsupervised. But, like, you know, where yeah. is that Adele? In a lot of in a lot of cities and stuff, there are a lot of kids that don't have their like, they can't have their parents around all the time, right. mm-hmm. and they're out in public spaces. So, like that'd be a situation right. where we'd have to put up extra safeguards because there are a lot yeah. of kids that you know, you know what? And, and I see that I see that in New York a lot. When I go to Manhattan, I do see that in the morning. You see kids of all ages out. They're taking public transportation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they they have that. Um, they don't have that kind of deer in the headlights. Like someone has kind of trained them how to carry yourself, how to get on the bus, how to get off. City how to stay. kids are definitely kids. a different yes. breed. Right. Like even here in Philly, like right. I see like seven year olds walking to school, like right. on their own. Like yeah. it scares yeah. the hell out of me when I see that. But yeah, you do yeah. see it. But my question is, um, back to black is was one were all the bathrooms in the mall like this? Um, like, do you know if the mall like provided other like male or female only bathrooms? They um, I'm, I, I, of course, I didn't see every bathroom in the mall, right. but um, I know they had family bathrooms as well. Okay. But for the main bathrooms that I've seen, they were all um coed or whatever, and I it kind of bothered me a little bit. It was just weird, and and I don't know, I don't know, like I. I kind of just couldn't get on the bandwagon with that because it was it, it was just weird. I, I'm curious to hear what you guys think about it. Well, I was going to say, in my case of what happened in, in the bathroom that I was in, I think part of the reason why it backfired so much is that um, it was just a bathroom with two people. I feel like if there could have been a lot more stalls and more people in there, that wouldn't have happened if I okay, hadn't been yeah, alone yeah. with this person. And also, the door actually stuck when I tried to open it. Wow. So it just wasn't a decent bathroom. Right. Area. So it was like a really bad bathroom. So like if there had been proper safeguards, there'd been more stalls, the right. door wasn't sticking when you tried to open it like that, you know, could have been prevented probably. Right. Now what I wasn't opposed to is just going into the bathroom that you identify with. Right. Well, well I think well, that's what all the hoopla is about it, that you should be able to use that restroom. Yeah. Um, yeah. Without, but then you got the people on the non-binary scale too, because they would go, you know, where where do I go? Okay. Well, what exactly is non-binary? Non-binary mean? is kind of. Um, I don't actually. I think genderqueer and non-binary are the same, but I have to. I have to look that up. I use them interchangeably, but non-binary basically means you don't identify with either male or female. You are just non-binary. You don't okay. um, agree with the binary. Yeah, I mean, the two, that's the it. two Deal right. With it. <laughs> I can dig it. Okay. Okay. I, oh, um, I was, you know, I've noticed there's a new type of design that's come out in some restaurants and uh, public places in which basically the bathroom has a common area where all the sinks are. Mm-hmm. And then the individual toilets are in, like, closets. Yeah. With full doors, there's no, like, partition or anything. Um, this strikes me as actually a pretty decent way to handle the issue of, you know, uh, people of multiple genders, uh, biological sexes, etc., sharing the space at the same time. Now, I think it costs a little more, which is why I haven't seen it spread around too well, much. Well, you know, it, it probably does. So I, I personally know that if you're in Center City and you want to find a restaurant that you have privacy and if they go down to the floor, you go to Tiffany's. Because the, the restrooms are very nice, the towels are very nice, and there's complete stalls all the way down to the door, everything, you're completely right. closed in a room. I'm so new to Philly. What is a Tiffany's? Um, Tiffany's is a jury store. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You know, the little blue bag? It's exactly what you think it is. 
It's, a, it's, so. it's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> She's like, wait, maybe. I thought I... maybe it was like a chain of like diners or something. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. That, that's Tiffany's Bakery. That's something oh, else. Oh, so I was thinking of something. <laughs> so it looks like we, I'm, I'm going to bring the conversation back around a little bit. It looks like we kind of did it a little bit and um, we kind of did the why pronouns, man. But we're going to circle back to that a second. Um, and Jamie's going to tell us what we're doing tonight, even though we're kind of already doing it. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. We, we just kind of rolled with it. All right. So tonight on Cue the Mic, um, we were We'll be doing um, Why Pronouns Matter, Political Cues, Gas Q, which is Gay Answers to Straight Questions, and Newsworthy or Not. There we are. There we are. So, um, Why Pronouns Matter. Um, we've been kind of discussing that, but pronouns matter because, um, God, I had a whole spiel here, and you guys just all... <laughs> we, we can, yeah, they, Bring it like, back! <laughs> yeah, bring it back, bring it back. So pronouns matter because kind of how we identify matters, you know what I'm saying? And we Absolutely. shouldn't have to, because um, if that's the case, the powers that be, we will all be straight people. You know, we will all be in heterosexual relationships and, you know, we will all look alike, walk alike, talk alike. Um, so we're kind of respecting people for where they are that sounds like a and how they're feeling. Is that, does that sound about right? Did I hit that? Yeah. yeah. I, I just want to know what you guys think. How offended should you be if someone messes up your pronoun? Well, or at what point do you become offensive? Well, one of the things that I've learned is if you are, um, if you're unsure of what someone's pronoun is, like I was shopping over the holidays, I was at the bookstore in Emmerman House Square, and the person that was helping me was very helpful. And I wanted to say more than just thank you. I wanted to say thank you, sir, or thank you, ma'am, or something. But I wasn't sure of what their pronoun was. But but since doing this show, I've learned that if you don't know someone's pronoun, you can say, hey, my name is Renee. I identify as she and her. What's your pronoun? Which means you're kind of opening up that door. Um, But I think it's an opportunity to educate, to answer to your question. It's if someone messes up your pronoun, um... You can say I'm actually she. You can say nothing like me because I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say I wouldn't know how to answer that because like I I fit into a cisgender, so I feel like mm-hmm. I don't have I would not have a right to get angry at that. Right, right, right. And I think I can't really answer that question for people who don't fit inside the binary who right. may be trans. Um, I think that would be up to them to decide if, if they would be offended if someone misgendered them. My uh, best friend since I since kindergarten is trans, mm-hmm. and um, he's somebody that definitely will get upset if you misgender him because it's something that he fought a really long time for. Huh. We grew up somewhere that was very, very, very not queer-friendly, and he had to hide his identity for a long time, and it really, really messed with, you know, it would mess with your head if you had to hide that part of your identity. So it's right. something that, when it's something you have to fight for your whole life like that, I can understand why someone would get mm-hmm. upset if they mm-hmm. got misgendered. If you didn't just, you know, ask them, or if they told you multiple times, especially, and you, go, you know, don't commit that to memory. Fox said, um, you said, like, uh, because you appear... And, and Fox is sis- Jamie, just so you know. Yes, yeah. Fox and Jamie... Both are the same person. (laughs) Um, You know, you said just because you, like, present as, like, cisgender, you don't, like, have the right to, like, get mad. Um, 
But I think that you do um, if you take the time to, like, educate people. So if you, like, if I want to identify as a unicorn and I have told all of you people, like, you know, I call me that and you blatantly are not calling me that and I've given you, like, that opportunity, that space, I feel like um, so often, like, people are scared to, like, reinforce, like, their identity. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I, but I feel like that, it's it's like almost like on a case by case uh, circumstances because some people do have to fight and some people do have to go through so much right. to where it's like no like I need you to get it like get it right now and you know what the minute you started speaking I have a friend that I've known um, a person that I've known since they were little and I knew them as one gender and now they're another gender. And um, I think I've talked about this before. The first time I met them, I hadn't seen them in a really long time. And the first time I seen them, I kept, because I suck with names, and I kept writing notes, and all the way over there, I kept saying the male's name, the male's name, so I wouldn't walk up and go, hey, Sandy, hey, Shirley. Um, But the minute I got out of the car and I saw the goatee and I saw the Adam's apple, I was just like, oh, the female's gone. But... In a conversation with them over time, at some point, I was just like, oh, girl, please. And she's like, don't you ever call me that again. <laughs> it, was, you know, it was like the exorcist came out. And I was just like, whoa, my bad. I mean, I totally felt bad, but they totally, totally put me in my place immediately. I didn't take any offense to it, but it was just like, don't ever call me. And it was through a text message. But I heard Reagan from the exorcist, don't ever call me that again. And it, it, it didn't offend me. It was just like, okay, I got it. You know, just like I call a lot of people, I call a lot of people dude, um, male or female. But now I only say dude. That actually, that happened to me on Instagram. Um, I refer to someone as dude, but I, I use it as a very gender neutral term. Yes, I just kind of yes. call everyone dude. Right. But this person, I think, um, thinks of dude as a male presenting name. So when I called them dude, they thought, um, she thought that I was calling her male. Right. And corrected me. So that's another thing you kind of have to be careful with sometimes because it does have the implication of absolutely male gendering if it, to the to the right person. Right, right. So I think it's about the um, it's about that battle. It's about how people have fought from from, um, and we all have um, we all have a story. You know, we all have it. Not even a story. I think larger. We all first of all, this is none of our country. You know, it doesn't belong to any of us. Um, so we're all immigrants and we're all, um, you know, whether you're black, you're white, you're purple, you're Jewish, you're whatever. So, um, I think that any of those can kind of go the wrong way or kind of step on toes. Does that make sense? Is that might be too generic? Um, um, and then, so for our pronoun segment, Fantasia, did we step all over your pronoun segment? Did we touch on any? I mean, just a little trampling. (laughs) (laughs) But it's um, all love. But no, actually, today I was driving, um, just circling back to what we kind of already been talking about. But um, I was driving and I was listening to the D.L. Hughley show. And I don't know why I was listening to this show, but nonetheless, here we are. Um, but they were talking about um, R. Kelly's daughter and how they transitioned to Mel um, at who, a young... Who, whose daughter? Um, R. Kelly's daughter. Okay. Um, and they were talking about how, and I'm only saying that because I'm not sure of this person's name, um, how they transitioned to Mel and then later on as an adult decided like, I no longer want to be Mel. I just want to, I want to be like a lesbian female. 
Um, and like, they were just like, kind of like invalidating this person. Like, oh, you were confused. You didn't know what you wanted. That's that privilege. Like you only like wanted that or had that luxury to like switch and go back and forth because you, you like had privilege and like, kind of like made a mockery of like, of, of, of this, of this person in, in their gender expression. But it made me like realize like why, um, not necessarily just pronouns, but how we identify is important um, and why people should be allowed to like be fluid in that and express like however they so choose, because right. it's a it's a continuum. Like even we don't know as children who we will be as an adult. Right. So to expect someone to know like at 12 who they will be at 18 is just unrealistic. Um, so. I just feel like the importance of just like recognizing like who people are is just really important. And um, going back to like how we were talking about bathrooms and all of that stuff, it impacts your environment It impacts your safety. It impacts you as an individual, like you were saying, when you identify as something and it's not like acknowledged or um, accepted. Right, right, right. No, I, d- I definitely, you know, and it, it takes me to something that's very generic um the whole and again i'm dating myself the miss m-i-s-s the missus so when i grew up it was miss and missus and yep. i remember when it went to ms which means basically is none of your damn business you know <laughs> um but um it, it it was that and i demanded that you know what i'm saying which is so i'm more of a feminist than anything because i grew up during that time well, yeah and that whole thing is so it's sexist anyway because what what do men have mister no right. matter who if they're married or exactly. not you Absolutely. know but then women are miss misses it's right. like a varying right. degree of like value based right. on marriage which is just exactly so bad exactly <laughs> um and i teach a lot of millennials and that's one of the things that um we go over in class and I made sure they get it. And my classes are usually mostly male. and only a couple of females. But um, they need to be calling their female classmates Ms. with an S. Um, so you have Mr. and you have Ms. and no, nothing else. But that's, this relates back to that same identity of I am Ms. Well, now I'm doctor. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm Ms. But Ms. Doctor. So <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, and my grandson calls me Dr. Grandmother. Well, he doesn't have the doctor. It's kind of regular. It comes up. But I, I, I know what the brother's saying to me. I know what he's saying to me. Um, I think it's safe to say we can skip over the music break. Yeah, yeah, there we are. There we are. But we do have something, something that's new, um, and it's called Political Cues. Um, and it's cue because, you know, we're cue the mic, and it's, it's, a, it's a cue because, you know, we got some stuff going on with, with your president. Who's? He's not my president. Um, so um, well, he is the president. We have to live with him for a while. Not that we enjoy it. I, I just need you right up on that. I need you right up on that mic. Oh, yep. Say it me. loud and proud. Yes. He he is the president for better or for worse, and we kind of have to like live with it. You know, it's uh, you know you know the phrase right? It's your it's your world. I just live in it. You know, well, right now it's it's his administration. Mm. We just live in it, just biding our time. And I'll say, uh, I think the the best comparison I've ever heard uh, was a comedian who compared him to a bad step parent. Yes, I love that. In the I sense love that, that. You, know, uh. you didn't choose him <laughs> per se, but I mean, I thought Michelle Obama said that she she's like she's like no, she said he's like weekend dad. 
Something. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard Scott she got lover. some flack for that. But he did something. And she's like, he's just like weekend dad, you know. Yeah. He don't have a clue, you know. You just don't. So yeah, she got some flack for that too. But we have, without further ado, political cues with Fox. Okay, so I might get a little bit angry when I start reading this. <laughs> so this was, so we, I'm just going to back up a little bit. So 60 Minutes, you know, you have Andy Rooney at the end, and he kind of does his little piece. So this is her, this is our political cues. Not quite 60 Minutes, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it was her two or three minute rant here. <laughs> so this is coming from multiple news reports. I found it both on NPR, NBC, AVP, which is a um, activist I can't remember what the acronym is, an activist organization. Yes. And AP News, and also the ncbi.nlm.nih.gov, which I'll refer to from now on as the American Journal of Public Health, which, if you've yes. ever looked it up, is uh, a source of many, many scientific articles and journals. Definitely remembered it, murmured for my oh, dissertation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, basically, besides the uh, same-sex couples... The 2020 census in America will not let citizens identify as gay, lesbian, bi, or trans, or any of the other um, gay identities. While we'll still be in the census as people, uh, this effectively erases our identity, which, if you can imagine, would cause a lack of accurate representation. And according to the American Journal of Public Health, people who identify as LGBT has doubled from 2.7% 2008 to 5.4% 2016. So this kind of erasure could be completely devastating to representation. And uh, a quote from the American Journal of Public Health, health disparities associated with sexual and gender identity stem in large part from the vulnerabilities created by social stigma and discrimination, which I thought was a really appropriate thing to say. So basically... Uh, they won't they won't count you as identifying if you are a single person in the LGBT community. Wow. We had a conversation about this in text before. Yes. Yes, I just wanted you on the mic. That's okay. okay. Uh, but, but but before the show, and I had to point out something. Uh, uh, this uh, I, I'm something of a history geek, uh, and. Uh, you know, I'll throw in stuff from the past, going back, you know, to uh, before there was dirt, if I know it. The, the, there is one problem with that particular commentary, and it's this: the Census Bureau, the, the Census form, either the short form, which is the one you get every ten years, or the long form, as it used to be called, what's now called the American Community Survey. It's done annually on a smaller sample of the population. Have never asked people to identify by their sexual orientation. The best they do in terms of what you get on the census is infer orientation from the answers to some other questions, usually dealing with the composition of the household. For instance, if the, if the person answering the form is male and indicates that, that, per, that indicates married and then lists other household members and there's only one, and it's identified as a spouse, and the spouse is male, then we can infer gay. But nobody's declared it. The census has never asked that we self-identify, uh, in part because, it, at least at the federal level, uh, sexual orientation has never been either a protected category for discrimination or one on which funds are allocated. If funds are allocated to states... They aren't done on sexual orientation. Now, if the state 
has like an and discrimination ordinance or if a city has programs that are targeted at LGBT people, well, then once the money comes from Washington, they can block off a piece of it. But other than that, you know, there is the, the, the federal government has right now no real reason to collect that data on the census. Um, everything we know about the gay and lesbian population, what percentage we are, is based on, you know, non-census data. Um, you know, we commonly say we're 10%. I've seen some research that says four is more like it. It really doesn't matter. That we exist is what matters. Well, I, I disagree because if we're not getting proper representation that stating our identities is what they are instead of just being inferred, then we're not going to get proper representation as far as funding, as far as um, political representation, all the other things that census controls. And actually, um, the 2020 census will include gay couples, married married couples. Okay. So you will be able to identify um, as gay or lesbian if you are married. That is the, But that is the only LGBTQ um, identif- identifier that you can have on the census so far. And the issue is that there are people right now in politics that were trying to get those identities put on the census so that we could identify properly as we could identify as what we identify as but the current president has blocked those efforts and that is why it's on the news currently because it's something that people we, like we as a community and advocates are trying to make happen because it is necessary for that representation but the current administration is blocking all of those attempts yeah sandy just said like the percentage isn't what's important what's important is that like we like we know we exist um and i feel like it's, it almost makes you question why hasn't sexual orientation been on the census? Is it because we will know that, wow, we do exist and we do exist in a significant amount and we do have community and we do have people out there. So it also like makes you question like, why isn't that something that's that's present? Um, even when you said, um, you know, it's not recorded unless it's um, funds being allocated or a protect or protected under like some type of dis- discrimination law. Why isn't it protected? Because right. so, so much like like queer trans people of color, like the the amount of violence against them is like alarming. So it's just like it almost makes you question why aren't these things being recorded? Is it because people will have to be accountable at a deeper level than they are being held accountable at currently? Well, I was going to say uh and to somewhat uh to some degree with Sandy is um so if if those things aren't in place, if those out if those funds aren't there, anti-discrimination uh, discrimination laws as far as it being a uh, protected class um then I guess what would like I feel like those would have to be there first prior to collecting census data. Um, if not, I mean, and this is what I was thinking, which I thought it wasn't uh, obviously prior before reading that article. Um, why it wasn't necessarily as important is because I mean, could that potentially lead to um, having those people identified out and open to discrimination? You know what I mean? Like now you can directly see where these what areas uh majority of these people make up if if i'm not yeah but i feel like that is that's a we shouldn't have that choice taken from us 
No, no, if I, I you don't agree. want to identify right. based on you know danger of discrimination, then that's your choice to stay. And if you think about it, if if that figure I pulled from the American Journal of Public Health, if we were at five point four percent of the population without an actual r- accurate consensus mm-hmm. or a census on our population, just imagine how big that number probably actually is, because five point four percent of the whole population is huge already. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's probably severely underreported means that there. Are so many more people that aren't being able to come out and and identify publicly. My, my main concern was actually more in how it was characterized, because you know I agree with you. We sh- you know I I think that collecting that data is useful, important, worthwhile for a number of reasons, but uh, it was described as having a choice that was taken away, when it's something that was never offered us to begin with. That's the difference. It's something we still need to push for. Well, I still think it can be the uh, the concept can be taken away, even if it was never given. It's 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 a concept that technically should have always been on the table and always exists and could have always existed. So it can be taken away, in my opinion. If if I mean, it's semantics. You know, I I mean it as in that choice is still taken from us. What was Trump's reasoning for den- denying it anyway? Because from what I can tell, it can't hurt. You know, to have a, a legitimate. Uh, senses of people that identify as um in the in the gay community or whatever. What was his reasoning for not allowing it in the first place? And I think because the the gay community is growing at such a rapid rate, there there needs to be something in place that has an accurate count and has a, a, a you know a sense of providing the necessary things that are needed for this community or this population that's growing within our population. And I'm right. gonna let Fantasia um, and Fox briefly because we need to get to gas queue yeah but we're gonna have to come back and do this show we have to come back and talk about yeah i was gonna just say like quickly like it's also like let's be realistic it's also not as if this data isn't already being collected um it just might not be being collected at the federal level um there like we know going back to what you were saying it's like you know like we we know where the most gay people in the united states live like there are surveys there's articles there's all of these things you know it might not be as accurate as possible but you know like research is being done surveys are being done these questions are already being asked but why not at the level that can really uh invoke change right and specific resources that you're going to need right you know there's a lot that comes on comes along with coming out well i think the answer to your question means that the resources are resources are needed and you're trying to get resources there and they don't plan on giving you any resources yeah it's not fair reparations damn it yeah (laughs) (laughs) and besides like the resources for the next week's show (laughs) resources that can come from it it's also like how would you feel if you were someone who wasn't comfortable being out yet because you were afraid and instead of seeing this this number that doesn't represent us seeing a huge number and like more people feeling empowered to come up and try to advocate more and try to fight for rights more if they see that there's oh my god there's so many more people like me there's so many people in the community more than i ever thought it's going to give people a lot more courage to come out if they want to or to fight for this and and the visibility we talked about that with the show we did on um trayvon no not trayvon i'm sorry um forgive me trevor Trevor, um, the 15-year-old Alabama team who committed suicide. When I I mean, Trayvon's to, important, too, though. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, the Trevor Project said that for each time someone says something inspiring, 
um, it reduces teen suicide in the gay community by 30 percent. That's mm. Yeah, it's crazy. But we're going to get the gas queue. We're going to come back to this because this is a hot topic. I literally had to stop them in the threads before the show going. Save it Rawr. for the show. Um, but so we're almost out of time and the next show is already here. So we're going to wrap this up. I know, right? So you ready for gas queue? Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. So um, gas queue is gay answers to straight questions. And the reason why we do this, just like we do pronouns, is that you have to educate Education, 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 education minimizes ignorance. And we've been, most people in the gay community, I would say that we've all been asked some questions. Oh, and, my God, yeah. Um, and, you know, and a lot of people who are allies, like Durian, um, and just let us know what the people ask you, not just tonight, but some of the questions that they ask gay people. I mean, sometimes it's just like... You the man or the woman? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, so much every time. Why does there have to be either or? Yes, so here is the gas queue. Are you ready for the gas queue question? Um, are you ready for the gas queue question? Are you ready? Here's, here's the gas queue for this evening. If you believe in God, then can't you just pray the gay away if you try hard enough? Well, well, first of all, God made me this way. Oh, there you go. Maybe I was born this way. Um, I'm agnostic. Same. Um, so, yeah. I identify as Christian. Mm-hmm. One of the Very best cool. things I ever heard anybody who professes to follow Jesus say on this subject was the uh, first black mayor of my hometown of Kansas City, Missouri, the Reverend Emmanuel Cleaver II. Uh-huh. Speaking at, a pic- at, a, at an LGBT pride picnic, uh, it was, I think, in the early 1990s, he simply said, the God I serve don't make no trash. Wow. Um, okay. As, you know, from what I can tell, from what I've read, you know, all of us were, all, it, all of us are created, are, are creatures of God. We've, we all exist on this earth for a purpose. He didn't make a mistake. We've been part of human society for millennia. So, if, you know, if, if our existence is a fact of history, if we've existed through the ages, if we are as much God's children as every, all the other creatures of the earth, what is this about praying away something that is indeed natural? Also, my question, or my follow up answer to that is why would I want to? Yeah, I love being yeah. gay. <laughs> I love being pansexual, and I think everyone that is gay also loves being who I they too are. Love my gay. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, and like like Sandy here, I, I, I identify as Christian too. I think a, a question like that is just ignorant, and yep. um, pray the gay away is just it, it's not about what God is about, from what I understand. You know, it's just something that doesn't make sense. And it's something that I would say is anti-Christian or anti-God. And it's just another way for somebody to attack someone about something that they don't understand. Um, And as far as praying things away, gay is not something that I think you can pray away. You know, I think when it comes to God, I don't know how many of you are religious in here. Uh Uh-oh. There we go. We're back. All right. I don't know how many people are religious in here, but I think one thing that 
you have to do always, always, always. And this is this is this doesn't matter if you're religious or not. This matters. This doesn't matter. I'll, you guys know what I'm trying to say. You got to be honest with yourself. You know, the only way you can be offended by that question or a question like that is if you're not sure about who you are and what you are. You know, just always be honest. And, and if you believe in God, be honest with God. You know, and that relationship is between you and him. And for someone to ask a question like that is ignorant and not of God, in my opinion. Right. So, right. And our job, job is to dispel the ignorant and have people ask their questions yeah. so we can. So, find yourself that. educated. Now, counterpoint, not being offended, but also it does hurt, especially when that kind of question comes from like a parent or a caregiver. If you're somebody of God, you can run somebody away from God asking a question like that. You know, or or you can put someone in a place there that they just can't get out of. It's it's dangerous to do things like that. Right. Yeah. So we're going to wrap up really quick. Um, We have like two minutes and we're going to do newsworthy or not. So this is kind of all the. This is all of the, um, yeah, I know the clocks in here are not the same. Um, I saw Jamie looking going, wait a minute, what time is it? I don't know. Um, so these are the topics that we can't get to during the show. So there's going to be a, just a simple, what's on there? Newsworthy? Yeah, newsworthy. Thumbs up. Next. We don't care. Hated it. I roll two snaps. Speed round. Speed round. Yeah. I roll two snaps. Bye. Yes. <laughs> nah. Well, he- here's the first one. Um, if if lock her up was the definitive chant at Donald Trump's rallies of 2006, the 2020 race might have a new and ugly counterpart. The crowd last night at the, pres- at the presidential campaign rally in North Carolina repeatedly shouted, send her back. Oh, child, please. There we go. There we go. And he uh, he made no attempt to stop it. If I could well, eye roll violently right now, yes. I probably would. And the, here- the, the, the stranger thing is the aftermath today. He's kind of after having said all this time, well, you know, they can go back where they get. If they don't like it, they leave. Now, I guess it's soaking in that all those people chanting behind him weren't a good look. And he's sort of like saying, well, yeah, I said that, but I didn't mean that. <laughs> um, and then here's one for you. Child, please. Gossip Girl is coming back. Oh, God. Next. Next. My <laughs> <laughs> um, one friend's going to be so mad the at me. Stock, when <laughs> the, stock, the stock at Netflix has been going down after they had a massive subscription subscriber miss. Disney. Whatever. Okay. All right. All right. You got to get that mic. Um, we got to get new movies. Long yeah. as my monthly fee doesn't change. Okay. Cool. She yeah. said, okay. I thought it was uh, kind of crazy how Netflix had like eight subscribers to one subscription. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder how they were really making money. Oh, I found America. Tonight, I watch American Horror Story. So tonight okay. is the CNN's live debate drawing. Two words, people. Two Bye. words. It's speed. It's speed. Okay. All right. There we go. Who's that? There we go. <laughs> Um, Janet Jackson, 50 Cent, are to perform at Saudi Arabia at a Saudi Arabia concert, despite okay. human okay. rights concerns. Um, Nicki Minaj pulled out. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I'm scared, Nicki. Yeah. I think I might eye roll to, like, to them performing still. Like, what, what y'all doing? Yeah. Saudi Arabia, though? They getting a refund? Yeah, it, it's some stuff happening there. Yeah, but what's go- you can't, you can't, like... The Human Rights have, Organization have and other organizations have asked artists not to perform in Saudi Arabia where gender segregation between single men and women is enforced in many restaurants, coffee shops, public schools, universities. 
Is it like a performance to fight against that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so okay. Then, oh, oh, okay. Oh. Then I'm for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, else like, in I, think there. It, I think it's to to criticize them for actually doing it when, you know, our government has been hand in hand with them for so long. Right. And this is the one of the so, ones where women in Saudi Arabia were recently surprising. given the opportunity to drive. Mm. Mm. I heard about that. Wow. Yes. Oh, God. Um, here's one I don't understand, but Game of Thrones earned a record-breaking 32 Emmy nods. I am a I roll, I roll, I roll, I roll. <laughs> Next. Next. And, and Philly's having a heat wave. Philly's having a heat wave. I roll. Whole Foods Market. Whole Foods Market is offering. I had to drink water like every 20 minutes a day. I work outside. Ooh, I'm man. breaking so, out in like a heat rash everywhere. Yeah, so I'm drinking with, water and staying hydrated is really, really important in this type of weather. Trust me. I'm, I'm going to I feel dizzy check on, at one point. Check on your local uh, disabled people yes. and homeless people. Yes, right. and seniors and neighbors. Whole Foods Markets is having thirty-five a sale of 35% off ice cream and frozen novelty. Next! <laughs> Uh, I'll be back to the swimming pool boatload. I'll dive in. <laughs> and maybe folks, if they donated water to people that needed it, I'd care. Oh, oh. wow! Right. Whoa! Mm, Whoa! And maybe also ice cream because do better. Hopefully, Whoa! That yeah, you can better. afford it, folks. That is us. We are we are over. It is out. We are done. Bye, y'all. You've been listening to Cue the Mic on Germantown Community Radio ninety two point nine FM. WGGTLP Philadelphia and online at gtownradio.com. Find our podcast on iTunes, Podomatic, Google Play Store, TuneIn, Spotify, Alexia, and let us Alexia and let us know if we're not on your favorite podcast channel. Bye, y'all. Bye. 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 Bye.